The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast on this Wednesday morning. And we are glad you're with us today and that you've taken a few minutes out of your day or in your day to allow God's word to be part of it. And we know truly that is a commendable thing. It's a source of strength and a source of power and truly a great promise from God's word. And so we're glad you're with us today and hope uh, you hope your day is going well and your week's going well. We're in Ephesians chapter one this morning as we continue. Uh, we talked about being sealed. We titled it, I am sealed uh, yesterday. And uh, so today we're gonna pick up in verse number 15, Ephesians chapter one, verse 15. We mentioned we're striving to try and name these different devotionals off the idea of identity. We identify in different areas. Some of it's gonna be personal. Some of it's going to be practical. Some of it will be spiritual uh, and, and doctrinal in, in level. Today, uh, really we're gonna talk about, he talks about the ideas, I am blessed. I, I've been given a great resource uh, from God. And so we're gonna look a little bit about the uh, blessings that God has given and frankly, what it means. What, are the, what do we gain from these blessings? And sometimes we see blessings as God has given me material things. And while that can be a blessing from God, if all we assume is that a blessing from God has to be a material thing, then, then we've missed out on some of the great blessings. And today is exactly like that. I'm not talking about that God's gonna promise you wealth or nice things or, you know, um, influence on others or things of that nature. I'm simply gonna tell you that God has offered you a level of power and God has offered you some resources that I hope that we recognize. The key is whether we recognize it. So let's go to Ephesians chapter one, verse 15. The Bible says this, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of his glory of his inheritance in the saints. So he starts off in verse 15 and 16, referencing his gratefulness. He says, I cease not to give thanks unto you after I've heard of your faith in the Lord. So he prefaces this chapter, and really again, this, this section of scripture, sorry, to say that he's just, he comes to an end, he's talking about the great blessing. He goes, of watching your faithfulness. And I imagine as a pastor, you know, at Ephesus, he'd come and gone and he's writing back, obviously, not in Ephesus at the moment. And so as a, as a planner of this church, I'm sure it's a burden in his heart to see the church growing and uh, to see the church maturing without his presence. And that really is every pastor's plea. Every pastor's desire is that the church would grow and not need him and all the smaller things while he's there and while he's a mentor and a shepherd. The goal is that the church become equipped to be able, in the, by the use of the word of God themselves, to grow in their own faith. And that's seen simply through faithfulness. So when a pastor sees a church growing in faithfulness, he sees a church growing in spiritual strength. And that to me is a wonderful thing. And so uh, we see that he says, he ceased not to give thanks, mentioning of you in prayer. And I'm telling you, when I, there are times throughout the month as I pray for the different people of our church, there are times I pray with a burden on my heart for what seems to be a weight or a struggle. Then I sometimes pray, Lord, thank you for their faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, through the time, their faithfulness. And, and so he brags on this church a little bit, but then then he goes in to verse number 17 and he mentions a couple things that 
He hopes the church's, church recognizes that it has the blessings that it has from the inheritance that we talked about through salvation. Verse 16, or verse 17, I'm sorry. He says that the God of our Lord, this is what he's praying for. He says, I cease not to pray or give thanks for in my prayer. This is what he's praying for. Verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So he starts off with saying that God would give you wisdom and revelation. Now, what revelation of him? Simply what he's saying is that I gain wisdom, but in wisdom I gain the knowledge of God. And I like what one, I was reading one commentator today, he made a really good point in this. He said, having wisdom without having the knowledge of God is like flying a plane uh, without a tower to tell you where to go. You have knowledge about what's around you or immediately in front of you, but you don't have knowledge of what's coming. So really knowledge and wisdom have always been two separate things. And I can have a lot of knowledge about life and about the Bible. But I need wisdom to implement that knowledge. I, I need more than just the facts of Scripture, more than just I've been to church or I understand who God is or whatever. I need wisdom to implement the truths of the Word of God in my daily life as a husband, as a father, as a Christian, as a co-worker. I need wisdom for that. But again, gaining wisdom and thinking, well, I'm going to learn my spiritual knowledge without knowing who God is. They don't work together. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. In that fear, I must gain knowledge. So it's simple that I'm gaining, I must gain the knowledge of God, and then I must gain wisdom. And he's praying that God would allow me to see that. God allowed me to have that, that I have the revelation of God and the more and more. I know more about God, who he is, how he works, his love for me, and then wisdom, how to take that knowledge and implement it into daily life. These two absolutely directly work together. And so as they're growing in faithfulness, they're gaining knowledge, they're gaining wisdom of God. Of God. And then verse 18, he says that the, rise of your, uh, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And so he says, I pray that God will give you wisdom. I pray that God will give you a true knowledge of him that you can, that's part of your foundation to grow. But then I hope your eyes are enlightened. And he goes, to what? That ye may know what is the hope of your calling, of, of, of his calling to salvation? What is the riches of the glory? What comes with the wonderful blessings of salvation? So here's a simple principle that we, we look at. Here's the best way to explain it. When you get saved, and as we talked about through salvation, you're adopted into the family of God. A lot of times you miss the fact that in that adoption, you're gaining some great inheritance. Yeah, your, your destiny has been changed and your name has been changed. But consider this. Consider the fact that let's say you get, you get adopted and you're adopted into a very wealthy family. Your name has changed. Your inheritance has changed. There's a lot of benefits that would come with that. Let's say you get adopted into a political family. Well, obviously there's power that comes with that. Here's a simple principle that sometimes we miss the great blessing. I heard a story of a man. He said that he's got a great, um, he, he's a platinum flyer through an airline, travels a lot. And he said when he joined that platinum uh, membership, he was given a book that gave him all of the bless, all of the um, benefits that comes from being a platinum member. He said, but I didn't read that book right away. I just flew. He said it was a while, uh, years later, that he finally opened it up and he began to read. And he said, man, there were so many benefits to this membership that would have made traveling and all these things better. I didn't even know I had that. That's the premise we're looking at, that salvation offers a lot of things, but sometimes we don't recognize it. Now, let me explain why we don't recognize it. Sometimes we're not growing in Christ. 
Peter says, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge. Adding to your faith is the key. If I'm not in the Word of God, if I'm not growing in Christ, I kind of hit this plateau of my Christian journey and I'm not growing. I'm not adding to my faith. I'm not being enlightened to the power that God has put in my life, to the answer to prayer that God wants to offer, to all of the things that come with this term Christian. I'm not enjoying it. The Bible says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So if I'm not ready to get right with God, and deal with my sin, then I'm not going to enjoy these benefits. And I think sometimes I'm afraid that some people, they, they're offered all of these wonderful benefits, but they're not growing in Christ to enjoy them. So I think there's this, you know, what limits us, but how can we? What are these? Now, I could spend forever talking about the benefits of the answer to prayer and the power that comes from God and, and the, in the blessings of the church. And, and trust me, I could go on for hours, and I'm just naming a couple real generic ones. But the point is that when we come to Christ, there is a really a, a natural, supernatural, unlimited resource from Jesus Christ. And if we're living a life that is not enjoying power and freedom and victory, then we have to sit back and wonder why. We have to wonder what is it in our life that is limiting God's movement and God's answer to prayer in our life. What is it? If I'm not enjoying it, you know, God just in, in, in infusing my family, my, my life with his. Now, don't get me wrong, Satan's still working, but with his movement, his power, and I'm not enjoying that, I'm missing out on some things. And so maybe we need to get back to the word of God and say, Lord, I, I'm missing out on the comfort and the peace that comes with you and the answers to prayer, and I'm missing out on direction when I'm, I'm struggling. I'm missing out on the Holy Spirit's power to help me to be what otherwise I can't be. And again, we could go on forever talking about that. So let me encourage you today that as you think about that you are blessed, that you're striving after wisdom and the knowledge of God. And through that, then we will gain an understanding of what comes in that relationship with Christ. What we might not even realize is there. And may we begin to study that. It's in the Word of God. It's in time with God. It's in church. It's in things like that. Growing in Christ, I will gain knowledge of God. I will gain wisdom from God, which will open my eyes to the things that God wants to bring into my life. Well, thank you so much for the privilege that you give to me uh, to be able to teach you and to teach the Word of God. It's a great privilege, and I, I love it, and I appreciate the opportunity that you're part of this part of my life, and you're part of this, and I hope it's an encouragement, and I hope it's a help. Well, we invite you tonight to our midweek service. Our adult Bible study will be in the auditorium, and uh, if you can't make it in person, that part will be live streamed. We also have youth group and kids club all taking place tomorrow at, or tonight excuse me, at 7 o'clock. Hope you can join us. Hopefully that'll be a time of encouragement for you. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.